Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. So hard to say goodbye to Taurus season. Wow, that was amazing. Happy birthday to all the Tory. I'm going to just start right now because, you know, happy birthday, Brittany. You know, like happy birthday to all our Taurus Yes, thank you for all that you do for us. Yes, we love you guys. I mean, last week's episode was so good when we did those prank wars because both of them were really just down to ride for us. No matter how ridiculous the case is, like those Torians, I tell ya. Rafrata! <laughs> it's really giving that, you know, and we appreciate yeah. y'all. So we hope that this season was everything well you i heard that be. that fucking retrograde was really beating niggas over the head with mm. a stick so i think that it might have been a really tough tour season fortunately for me i kind of was chilling i mm-hmm. was staying in the house and under the radar so i think that that's why i got out I'm, unscathed i'm glad you say that and i i do want you to hold whatever peaks and valleys of tour season that may have transpired for you this season because that is okay exactly what the sign up you want to discuss yes okay well we'll save that um how are you doing bud like you know life be life in at times let me check in with my friend life be life in at times you know and without saying too much since we do have the sign up coming overall i have to say this season has been a good one for me i've managed to stay focused despite the peaks and valleys Yes. And that is a win for me. Another 4.0 upon us? Another uh, 4.0. The, se- the semester is doing well. And, oh, I just have to give all the flowers to one professor this semester. I mean, he lives up to his name. Like, doctor, you know, he lives up to that. Because he is by far... The best professor I've had all season. Um, He just comes to class prepared. He is really a great example of leading, you know, Mm. by like example. Like he really does the damn thing. He comes to class every time prepared. He, you know, it's it's for adolescent and children therapy class. But he is just so good at what he does and i really appreciate him because you know you you could just tell he puts so much time and effort into these um lectures and yeah assignments that it's and you like his you like his lecture i mean beyond his preparedness do you like the content i like the content yeah i like the content as well it's just he's one of those guys where it's like every minute of this lecture will be accounted for got you you know and 
granted experiencing that for the first time could be like ill like you know what i mean because yeah, sometimes like, damn, can we get out five minutes yes early? and good. some professors have their way of you know at the hour mark we get a little five or 10 minutes to cut the camera off, go take a break, go to the bathroom, do that. We don't get that with this guy. You know, and <laughs> everyone has their own style. Like I've been in other classes where we don't get a break, but it's just, you know, with him, you know that every second is going it's to be, accounted yeah, for. It, it, it's accounted for. He does a great job. So, I mean, semester's looking good. We're looking good there. I'm seeing clients, guys. You know, that's still happening. Oh, like, my God. The client load is ramping up. Like, the schedule is really getting busy. Like, my evenings are... Patience, if you will. packed, yeah. You yeah. have patience. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's crazy. That's so cool. Oh, my God. I know. And that, I've got my, that like... Just- I've got my oh, first go my first couple, so that's going to happen soon. That's crazy, but wow! Yeah. So you're just, just you're seeing all types of patients right now, like yes, I am young patients, adult patients, single couple, like mm-hmm. all types of people. I'm, that's what's I'm up. I'm getting I'm getting the field experience. I'm on the job. Well, y'all. you were you were super nervous for the first session. How is how are your feelings compared to? From April to now. So surprised at how natural it all is just, you know, unfolding and yeah. happening. And I think that I owe part of that to my team being able to have like a group of peers, my supervisor to like confide in, speak with, you know, bounce any questions or ideas I have off before like going into that next session has been really helpful. So yeah, I mean, it's all, it's crazy y'all. It's crazy. so proud of you. I love that. Thank you. That's really good. I was just going to jump in and talk about myself. Yes. Um, Uh, I just had a really great spring cleaning in my home um, mm -hmm. as I prepare to, you know, whatever is about to happen in the next few months. I really wanted to get rid of like all this shit that I've been hiding away in closets for the past decade, basically. And um, boy, do I feel lighter. Like it is just so nice. Like I'm looking over at one of the closets in my office now and it's just completely empty, just, just fucking empty. And it's like, Yay! Like, I don't have to worry about, like, all this shit in there. Um, So, yeah, that's that's really good. And just kind of getting organized. Because when I, when my, and we talked about this in the show before, like, when my physical space is, like, clean Mm. and organized, my mind is also clean and organized. Yes. And um, that is so, as someone who struggles with anxiety, like, you need to have a clean mind. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that is really, really helpful in, like, you know, working through your anxiety. Yeah. I'm just really happy about that. And my mother came all the way from Atlanta to help me do that. And that was just super sweet. It was Mother's Day weekend. And, you know, while normally moms are, you know, getting pampered and stuff like that in the background yeah, very as you much that <laughs> yeah right she was here with her bandana on like and her gloves and just getting dirty in full and dusty mommy mode in full mommy mode and even when i said thank you she was like it's been fun and i was just like wow that is so cute yes like, that's all mothers so. ever want is to yeah. really just 
be with their daughters. Like, truthfully, this really yeah. brings a little tear to my eye. Like, legit. <laughs> my mom said something yesterday so random. We're just on the phone, like, kicking shit. Like, sometimes we'll just be on the phone. I won't even be saying too much, just in the kitchen cooking. Right. And then she was just like, I just want to let you know that I love you. And she's really like, mommy loves you. Like, third, third yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and I'm just so proud of you and so happy that you're my daughter and I'm like that is just so sweet too sweet especially because like my mom she stares like she has these like big beautiful eyes but sometimes I just look it just looks like she's looking right through you so like you know there's times when I could be like what what are you looking at like what yeah and my grandmother (laughs) on my father's side one day when we were all together she was like she's looking at you because she can't believe you're her daughter like Oh, I'm like, oh wow. my God. You know, that's enough to really like break you down. Stuff. Right, yeah, right. And it's like, she didn't really correct her either. Like, it's like yeah, more like, yes. she is. She's I just agree. admiring you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's really what mothers, you know, do as they watch you just blossom and develop. They're just sitting there, you know, like, what? I can't believe you are my daughter for real. So, no, it's funny because sometimes I feel like my mom, like, sometimes I'd be wanting her to like gas me up more in person, but then I'll like hear about her like bragging Absolutely. about me to her friends right. or something like that. And it's like, she is actually out here gassing me up way more in the streets, like to her friends and stuff like that. Like, yeah, be sending them, be sending them folks pictures of me and I'm all types of you. shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get that with the grown folk. Like, why they gotta send your pictures around to people? Right. I'm like, you were sending. This. I have I have niggas texting me like, oh, your mother showed me you in the da da da, and I'm just like, oh my god, right? So crazy. It's so funny. Well, happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Um, we did just have Mother's Day. I, I feel like it's crazy that I know moms my age like I know this was the first Mother's Day for for your friends and for my friends some of my friends and it's just like niggas is really out here having planned pregnancies and children and shit like that children it's really happening yeah it's really crazy I was even thinking (laughs) like uh you know so much to really think about like I even thought about with Mother's Day and having friends that are mothers you know um what's your take on the gift part like do you send flowers or do you send a card because I mean if we're being realistic it could get expensive after a while right like if you have a lot of friends this is what I was saying right this is what I was saying to you a, a few episodes ago about your single childless unwed friend like what are you doing for their birthday because now you want something for your baby you getting something for mother's day you getting something for da 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 you know what i mean like make sure you're taking care of your childless single friends okay mm. like i don't but i to answer your question i think that it's whatever you know you can afford i don't think we yeah. should be bending over backwards for people i know like this year all i i sent beautiful bitmojis and text messages to all of my mom friends and they seem to really be happy and loved it still yeah so, yeah you know, I, I but definitely maybe there will be words. some sometimes when i'm yeah. up you know what i mean and i am sending flowers right, or cards right, right. or whatever it is so it's gonna ebb and flow it's like but I, I, just, I do aspire to be that girl on a consistent basis but now it's just not the time yeah not right now not right now but I think that 
they love just us thinking about them. Yeah, just as much yeah. It as doesn't even else. have to be the material. Yeah. The yeah, and it's good to remind niggas of that. I'm niggas. Uh, right. Yeah, I am niggas too. And I actually had to check one of my friends. Um, she came in the group chat and was like looking for us to rally behind her because she said, you know, I called my mom and she was pissed off that I didn't send her anything. And she thought we were going to be like, oh, yeah, your mom is tripping, blah, blah, blah. But we were like, nigga, like your mom does so much for you all year long. And you waited until 1115 to call her and didn't send shit. Like, be fucking for real. I'm dead. <laughs> like, come on. You got to take some I might get I like. might get dragged, too, because honestly, like, you know, I'm I don't come from a family where the gift giving is really a big thing and I think I mentioned this in previous episodes it really is an effort on my part to be mindful of that prepare for it prepare ahead and all that stuff so like you know my mom definitely asked and I was like <laughs> I definitely hit her with the, I definitely hit her with the ma like come on but also I just broke her off maybe like a week or two ago it wasn't oh, okay. for Mother's Day but yeah. like girl you know everyday mother's day care. like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> i um took my mom to brunch but i did not get her a card i fumbled on the card which i'm sure she would have really liked and i might still try to send something later yeah like i was actually supposed to do that this week but i forgot to go to the store to get the card right right either way i felt like i was super grateful while she was here and like we talked we i mean we spent every day together like the whole time she was here so that was my gift even though i didn't physically have a card but the gift of time is a lovely one right and quality time was one of her top after i think it might have been her number one uh love language oh wow doing my part doing my part doing my part we love that let's get into the icebreaker all right but you get to invite one person to the function if they're late you get two million who you inviting you nigga (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm always late late. no but who is really always late it gotta Um, be it's a guarantee it has to be a get you literally sydney two million is in this yeah no 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 it has to be a guarantee. but they don't know they don't know the fact that she likes at me without thinking y'all this is not a reflection of who i am at all um okay wow (laughs) she's getting sensitive i don't be be late to like everything (laughs) You know, I don't be late to everything either. I was going to say, like, I'd be late. But um, who could I really? This one girl that I work here with, her name is Ari. She do be late, like, generally, like, most of the time. Um, like, pretty much every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah, too. Sarah be running fucking late, boy. But um, I don't know. Like, that's a tough one. I would really? say, wow. I would say... That's nice. You, you have say? you have friends that respect your time. Danielle, where you at? <laughs> I'm inviting Danielle because Danielle 100% going to be late. 100%. Let me ask you this. Because she was late and you got the 2 mil, you going to break her off any of that of your winnings? Nah, cuz it was really based off of my Oh, you know, yeah. two mil is kind of like, yeah, two mil is a lot. So, I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I would break her off like a thou, you know, so. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna say like ten. I know, 10, right? Now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That would be now ten. Uh, ten thousand be gone like that too, though. That's really what's sick. Like 10, honestly, can as be an adult, <laughs> as an adult, money money uh, looks different. Ooh, you ain't lying about that. And I was actually just talking to some people, like just just like wages in this country. And this is a tangent. I'm so sorry, but I just gotta say this: wages in this country are crazy as fuck. Like niggas really out here making like thirty seven thousand dollars a year, forty two thousand dollars a year for the whole year. Yeah, for the whole year. That's what and they're supposed even, to like. And what's even crazier is that this niggas our age making four hundred seventy five thousand dollars for the whole year. Oh, the way the oh, the gap. My God. The gap is like. Yeah, why really you know they, they they cast the net far <laughs> and wide yeah they, there's just even in my even in my own company like we only have you know 20 30 some full-time employees some niggas are making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and some niggas are making forty five thousand forty three thousand dollars like in the same company it's just like how how like <laughs> not understanding how this makes sense like this is really crazy no i don't yeah the salary shit is really crazy overworked here, but... and underpaid yeah, I definitely would love to win $2 million off somebody being late. I really hope that contest exists and somehow I get to be the contestant. Man, if I win $2 mil, I know some people would say, nah, I will keep going to work for the check. But I'm telling you now, I'm out. I'm out. I'm taking a year off of oh. working. And I'm going to focus. It's not that much, girl. It's not. It's, it's not. But it's enough for me to take a year off from work. And don't, change your, and don't, don't change, change your lifestyle. And don't change my lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And with the, you know, plan to get back to work in a year. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I in feel a like year, because I feel like in a year's part. time, I can certainly, you know, run through like a couple hundred thou, right? And then, you know, like you get on track from there. So two mil could be, it could be all right. If I could keep if i won two million dollars and i could keep my expenses to like 200 like a salary of like two hundred thousand dollars for the year or something like we can make it do what it do you know what i mean i'm saying a single a single person with no kids like hello i could i could probably make that do what it do and still take a nice trip or two you know that's the one thing i'd be thinking about at times is that that single and not having kids and just that benefit of you know the sacrifices you Picking have to make is yeah it's it's minimal mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. just a choice yeah it's and we don't have we don't have pets either we don't have to think about nobody but ourselves yeah. that's crazy right that is really crazy it's really crazy that people voluntarily give that up that's so wild <laughs> <laughs> I guess at some point it's almost like being called to do it. You know what I mean? Cuz oh, yeah, it's almost yeah. like you you know, obviously you've been fucking raw, you know what comes from that. But like then No, but when you're wanting But kids, when it like, happens, yeah. and sometimes hey, I feel like you don't even want the kid, you know? You might not have even yeah. planned to have the baby at that moment, but it yeah. happened and now you have to step up to the plate. It's like mm-hmm. a calling. You make a decision. Am I going to move forward with this or am I going to 
They calling me to come back to the streets. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we want to go to the sign up. We want to go to the sign up and we're going to keep it cute and brief. Give me it is the end of Taurus season. It is. You know, it's literally like the last day. So. Literally the last day. And Sydney chose to end with Taurus over Gemini. She fuck with y'all. I sure did. I sure did. She fuck, fuck with, with y'all. So what I wanna know is two highs and two lows of Taurus season for you. Okay, two highs. One high, clean, definitely cleaning with my mama. What is something else fun that happened or good that happened? Something good. It was work-related. Somebody reached out to me and it made me feel really good. So that, those are my two highs. And then my two lows would be, honestly, like this is kind of a low, but kind of like something proactive. But I got some genetic testing and it was a low because I had to like look at my family tree on my dad's side that was just all riddled with like cancer and like people that died and it kind of made me sad so that sucked um and then what's something else a low probably being so consumed with this reality tv show (laughs) called Vanderpump Rules because there's like a huge drama going on in the Vanderpump stratosphere and I have just been completely consumed for like months on end and we just had the season finale and everyone doesn't know what to do with their lives now because the show is it's just a reunion left and then we have nothing we feel empty so I think probably allowing myself to get so consumed by this drama that now I feel like physically ill wow that it's over yeah (laughs) that would be a low as well Mm mm-hmm the attachment, you, the attachment to TV, you know, shows is so real for me. Oh, it can be for me too, especially when you're fully in it and consumed. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Two lows for me. One low. I didn't really talk about this on the show, but I did get into an accident earlier in the year, a car accident, and so because that happened and I was at fault, my car insurance tripled in price. And I have to continue to pay that bill for three years before I can like get back. Maybe, maybe three years is the worst case scenario. You know what I mean? Like maybe they'll be like, okay, after a year and a half or, you know, so after, yeah. And after every payment, it does taper down some, but it's not going to be. Significant. significant enough for me to be like uh you know but it just sucks because I was at such a good place before where my insurance was like you know damn like she's a Manageable. good she's a good driver you know like it was yeah. that kind of rate and now I'm like in the shitty driver range and yeah. the bill is higher than my car note so that sucks. Yeah, that, that part is that part really has me sick to my stomach for you. That's really crazy. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, use this as an opportunity to really become the safest the driver. The most defensive. Be. Yeah, because I don't want to fucking go through this again. And it's just like, yeah. ugh, you know, it's just crazy. The whole thing is crazy. But, you know, yeah, I'm like- just I've I'm slowly but surely making my peace with it. I'm prepared to, you know do what I need to do to, you know, plan ahead. You're going to have to start popping that puss to pay the bills. What can I say? Sending those dirty panties because. Yeah. 
you know something's gotta happen but anyway something (laughs) so yeah so that was one low the second low was finding out some news about my grandfather but i'm trying to be positive about that and hope that you know everything works out for him health wise two highs for me is you know really staying focused on the nutrition and working out i've been back in otf guys like three times a week really like did see that screenshot that she posted and i'm like you know what the mentality of la people to have like a gym membership and then be paying for these classes and then like literally could just go outside and walk for free it's like it's like beyond me like you're spending hella money on fitness and you know so they reached out to me and offered me of course they a did. free month of may so i oh, get a so you're in the free. i'm in the free zone but getting back in there you know really kind of pushed me because i was a little scared of cardio for a second like just knowing that mm. i got so out of shape that i wasn't ready to push myself but i'm in there you know i'm in there and i'm working at my own pace and I'm, you know, feeling good about it. So I don't know when the free trial ends. I am thinking about adding that membership in, which will. And I power. I don't want to get rid of my John Reed membership either. You know what I mean? So it's just like I'm I'm really thinking about maybe maybe it might not be an unlimited membership, but like a couple Mm -hmm. courses or something. But yeah. How are your knees and your feet feeling? Do Uh, Do you have on the right running shoes? Yeah, so the knee thing, I've been to physical therapy actually recently, y'all, and like they did tell me that I can't run right now. So I haven't Mm -hmm. been running during the running parts. I've just been doing the walking on like an incline, like power walking. So Mm -hmm. that's been fine for me. And at physical therapy, they taught me how to squat properly so I'm not putting the weight on my knee, but more so in my butt. So we've been, Mm. I've been working on that too. It's okay. The knee is okay, but I actually only went to physical therapy one time and I need to go back. I just had canceled ever since Coachella. Like I usually go on Mondays or that's the, that was the schedule and it just never got right since. Yeah. But yeah, that was a high. And then the other high was getting my juicer. Like I bought this new cool Asian juicer that, Mm. Man, I've been getting my fucking nutrients. I'm feeling really good. Like, I've been consistent for, like, two I'm weeks. I'm dead. I've been getting my nutrients. Right. Like, because it's like I'm getting what I'm hitting the mark of how much vegetables, fruits I should be eating in a day if I can't, you know, have that in, like, solid form on my plate or whatever. And it's just been really nice to, like, really get into that vibe of, like, having like you know some sort of juice like i have like you know i've been making it consistently this will be my third week doing it do you have somewhere you're getting the recipes from yes so the juicer itself came with a little book i took some recipes from there but i also Mm -hmm. took some recipes from my favorite shops like around here like that would yeah you know and it's been coming out oh on their press juice press juicery yeah 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 i would like just take the ideas and they've been coming out exactly like it it's really crazy it's also crazy how you know you really have to be in the supermarket every week every like every week uh, not be, niggas that really on they shit be shopping like every two or three days mm-hmm. right yeah i was like i could Which do i just don't i just i just no i cannot do every two or three days like that is crazy to me yeah and even niggas who have like chefs and stuff like they go to the grocery store every day mm-hmm. every day 
Yeah. And get the ingredients for the shit they're going to make. It's just like, are you mad? Right. Are you mad? Yeah, that is really cool. Bitches love appliances. I'm we definitely do. gonna be in there getting juice when I'm out there. Yeah, so you better. I'm fine, I'm fine with it. I'm you fine know, with it. my favorite concoction so far. I've made this one is more of a like after dinner treat, so you can't really drink this like as a way to detox. But the pineapple kiwi, mm. a nice refreshing drink, and and just the right amount of tartness. Um, that was really good. And then I did like a beet one, which is the usual detox that has the carrots, the um, spinach and lemon and ginger. Magnet. So what you've been, you've been pooping better? Yeah, the digestive tract has been on point, like uh, sometimes <laughs> after meals, you know, like yeah. not just the one day, but just like, you know, after the yeah. meal. So that was good. That's been good. But yeah, it's been nice. That's what's up. Well, shout out to tourist season. It has been one for the books, I'd say. And um, happy birthday to y'all niggas. Right. And (laughs) (laughs) non-niggas. The niggas and the non-niggas. All right. Now it's time for Nosy News. Yeah, honestly, headlines this week, I I really found nothing. Like, it was super bottom of the barrel. As I mentioned before, I have been in Vanderpump Rules. So if anybody, any of our listeners are in the Vanderpump Bravo universe, like, please reach out to me. I will <laughs> talk about this with anyone. Like, I want to hear everyone's opinions. Who do you hate more, Rachel or Tom? Like, let's fucking get into it. So... Shayna, sadly, we don't get to share this, which I think is really unfortunate. And I wish that she would come to Bravo. There's so many things. There's so many things on Bravo that you could find interesting. I know. But we share so much other things. Oh, you bitch. Um, I feel like if if I was like at your house or whatever and I showed you some episodes, you might get into it. Of course I would. Like, that's the thing. I don't get, I don't actively seek these shows out, but when they're in front of me, I'll watch it. I'll engage, you know, like I watch the, what is it? What is it? Love is Blind. I watched oh, that's not episodes. something you would have normally watched? Not fully. I don't know. Oh, okay. So actively... you definitely aren't going to even watch Jewish matchmaking because that's not really your bag. Yeah. You know, I would want to be a psychologist, you know, on, on a show one of those shows like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's benefits. They need, they need the psychologist present for a lot of these fucking dating shows like Love is Blind, honestly. That's what's missing because niggas don't know how to process their fucking feelings and traumas and communicate and shit. They should yeah. have a therapist on there, but they just want to exploit them and, you know, make money off of their yeah. trauma and their drama. So really push them into a deeper trauma, you know? Wow. You're going to break all that. You're going to, you're going to shake shit up. You know what I mean? With me going into production and you doing this, like a show is upon us. Honestly, you know what I mean? Oh it's only gosh. a matter of time. Girl. It's only a matter of time. Wouldn't that be um, something in full circle too? Like Oh, it 100% and it's to- it's totally feasible, which is also the crazy part. Yeah. Like, what? Right. Okay. I'm going to just get into some trash that I saw. Caitlyn Jenner 
who we know is a very famous, famous, a very famous <laughs> trans woman <laughs> who is literally a trash Republican, like completely Trumper, like just disgustingly Republican and conservative. And evidently there's a trans woman that goes to some white college in the South and joined a white sorority and moved into their white sorority house. And all the white girls in the sorority are like, this is despicable that the chapter would let this trans person move into our house. And Caitlyn Jenner gets on Fox news and says, it's a sexually deviant male. That is not a trans woman. Look at the pictures. Look at the pictures. He is this. He is that. And like, this is a college person. So like, you know, there's a lot of barriers to access when it comes to like transitioning. Like we all know that there are medications that you have to be taking consistently, so on and so forth. And also there are also different stages of a transition. Like some people don't want to automatically jump into taking hormones or whatever, like to, to, you know, help to um, feminize certain features or whatever. Like some trans people like their body, but just want to present like, you know, their more feminine side or whatever, whatever. It sounds like as a trans person, you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's my point. Right. So for Caitlyn Jenner, a trans person to get on fucking Fox news and call this trans woman, a sexually deviant male and like a college kid at that, like not even like a child basically, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that she was kind of fucked up before, but now it's just straight up deplorable. Like, it's just despicable that this white woman want to get up here after you wanted to live your truth and lie to all your former wives about who you really were and do all this and that. And now you want to come on and say that you're the authority on who's trans and who's not. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Fuck that, you. Fuck you. And when someone, I think you mentioned a good point there, is that when someone's like in college and in that age range and someone of Caitlyn's age is directing all that malice, that hate. Yeah. It's just like. It's not right. Yeah. What's really good with you? Yeah, you're a fucking hater because you didn't get to transition in college and you had to sneak around the mansion wearing your wife's high heels and that fucked you up so hard and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Get fucking real, Caitlin, you bitch. (laughs) More in the same vein of white people that don't know how to mind their fucking business. They're trying to ban TikTok in Montana. Montana. Montana said, come January, baby, ain't no TikTok in my state. Okay? Like, they said, you guys are learning too much. (laughs) Cut them loose. You're having too much fucking fun. No, they're saying it's because the Chinese uh, people who invented TikTok are just stealing too much data. And something, they got the secrets in Montana. You know what I mean? They don't want their data being stolen from the Montanians. 
What are what would people from Montana be called? Montanans? Montanan. Wow. Montanan. I don't know. Because yeah. there's so many flips, right? You've got New Yorker, Georgian. 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 You know? Georgian. It's not a Georgia. Right. You know? Atlanta? Like what do what do you call? At- well, we call ourselves aliens. I know. Yeah. Right. But that's a made up. That's a rap. Absolutely. No, no settler (laughs) would come up with a name (laughs) like that. (laughs) No migrant. (laughs) Right. Um, Um, Yeah. I don't know what they call themselves in Montana, but I feel bad for those little 16 year old girls that just want to get there and do the cuff it challenge and do their you know little dances and stuff while you're gubernatorial (laughs) your fucking governor and all the state people are like fuck all that shit so good luck to the montanans i know i'll be in my living room on tiktok still doing the dances trying to force my friends (laughs) (laughs) i knew you were trouble when you walked (laughs) i um (laughs) i will still be trying to force people to do tiktoks in january 2024 so you know we'll see die Uh, hard we got a die hard fan over here (laughs) on a, a happier note you know beyonce started her world tour mm-hmm. the renaissance tour and the girls are loving it the girls in you know stockholm and so on are having a great time mm-hmm. and then i see also that j and b just purchased a 200 million dollar home in california marking this the most expensive property in the country huh I just want to know what amenities does your house have to have to be valued at $200 million? Like, mm-hmm. what is it giving? Like, I just, I just, I, I can't fathom the the luxury. It's you know giving, what I mean? You know, private parks. Uh, uh, it must be acres and acres and acres. Yeah, I mean, gym. it has to be land. Just all everything you could it's a, even. It's think a of. beachfront property, so I'm assuming you must own that part of the ocean yeah, as well. Yeah. Like that's what it's really yeah. giving. Multiple pools, you know. Yeah. M- multiple heated floors, like all. There must be a lot of hidden technology inside. Yeah. Probably like retinal eye scans to right. get into certain rooms. <laughs> retinal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Needs yeah. to be top security yeah literally i probably got like probably got like sharks guarding the like literally a moat because there's gonna be someone some beyonce fan trying to i know y'all seen i know y'all seen what's that show (laughs) on amazon you're right i know y'all seen swarm like someone will swim up literally be swimming up and getting shot because she got snipers <laughs> it must have like some enhanced security features like definitely yeah, right yeah i don't know i just know that they're out here being bad bitches i guess and that is but on the same on the other side of that same coin is the nine-year anniversary of solange beating jay's ass in that elevator just saw that this morning that was you know what a time 
what a time when when that Solange, when that happened i definitely said to myself you know they always get caught slipping you know what i mean <laughs> like if you stay quiet long enough woo! it was the fact that solange had on that 27 piece <laughs> that made it all the more ghetto and then she was doing them fucking karate kicks across the elevator lord solange was gonna get her lick back no matter what okay absolutely and jay was gonna have to take that shit and try to try to protect he was doing one of them like wait wait no no (laughs) he solange was kicking that nigga protect your neck yeah right and beyonce was just like Mm, this is ridiculous Mm. standing in the corner she was looking like the little sis for real right there even though she's the big sis but anyway uh that's really all i had for nosy news because like i said trash literally trash this week as far as headlines there's like a whole bunch of stuff with like these new rappers that i just don't even know who they are like yeah to even want to like talk about what's going on with them. So a lot of that kind of stuff is happening, but I just truly don't give a fuck. Right. And that's that on that. This is a millennial show. You know what I mean? We talk about millennial shit. That's just that we can't be for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) When you're ready Um, to come on to the millennial sign, you know where to find us. Right. All right. Now it's time for two cents. A two cents. Two cents. A two cents. Let me hear you now. Two cents topic today is really a greater discussion on a clip that was out last week of Gabrielle Union um, giving an interview talking about, oh, you know, I have sometimes I feel like. Uh, I have a scarcity mindset because I take care of so many people and you know we both both my husband and I both have like family that we support and stuff like that and I just want to make sure that I'm like you know is this movie going to do well blah 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 and then she just casually mentions that her and Dwayne Wade are 50-50 in their household and a lot of people were puzzled by that because for one, you know, her and Dwayne Wade have a very nice life. So it's kind of like, how is Gabrielle Union earning income in the first place? Because she hasn't really been in too many movies recently or shows or really, you know, not too much acting stuff. Like we see her all the time, but I feel like it's just because she's like a social media personality now. So maybe her brand deals are just like super popping but that was just surprising to hear from like that standpoint but then right as i as i thought about it you know my initial response was imagine paying 50 50 with a nigga who is worth way more than you and also a nigga that had a baby on you like we we just really just don't even acknowledge the fact that d Wade like literally had a baby on Gabrielle Union and she took his ass back. So like mm-hmm. I could just never see myself going 50-50 with a nigga who had a baby on me. That's just really crazy. And who makes more money than me? So, you know, that that goes to the question of in a relationship, do you believe it matters who earns more money and how do you want to let that break down in your household like 
the breadwinner should be covering more of the expenses. It should be equal because we're equal partners. Like that's the question. That's the discussion. I feel like it does matter who makes more money. Let's be honest. Like, even Mm -hmm. if you want to say it doesn't, it does matter regardless because it's going to show up in some way in the relationship. But it always shows up. I would be leaning toward the idea of breaking down the bills based on the income. Mm -hmm. I don't really think it needs to be 50-50 unless we're two individuals who make about the same amount or where, you know, in this age where we're all trying to get to the top, like right now here in in this today. (laughs) But, um, that, that's where it's like, I'd be more inclined to do the 50, 50. But if you make more than me, I would certainly be hoping that we're thinking about the ratios of what's going to what the money allocations what if you make more than your partner like you know and there's also the gender conversation you know that comes into play about the about a woman uh, a heterosexual relationship and the woman making more than the man and just we talk a lot about the Mm -hmm. ego implications of that but like what if putting myself in that scenario right putting myself in that scenario um it's a little it's tough. tough it's tough yeah. especially growing <laughs> up tough. growing up in a family where i know like my grandmother held on to her money my grandfather was the breadwinner he was taking care of the home and stuff like that so it allowed her to do whatever she wanted stack her bread so that mindset i think is definitely the mindset that some women have today of you know wanting to hold on to theirs but also have their man like be chivalrous wine and dine them and stuff like that see I have that I have that same desire but for a different reason like my mom grew up I mean when I grew up my mom was stay at home so the only money that there was was my dad's and so for that reason I want to have my I want to do like your grandmother and keep my own shit because the thought of having nothing if something goes wrong yeah. with this nigga is really scary to me but like it's it's the same outcome but to- a to- totally different reason you know what right. I mean Right like, So it's like if I I want to say that that's what I would want to do too is hold on to it but I know realistically that's probably unfair if I'm looking for that kind of treatment then yeah i don't know i feel like i should be thinking that way too and i also feel like the the idea of like just having my own money and only spending his like that is kind of an unrealistic scenario probably given the kind of lifestyle that i want to have it would be more attainable with equal percentages i think equal percentages it really all ends up evening out anyway because when you are in a relationship that's real y'all love each other and the guy is really doing all the things treating you and stuff like that it's gonna make you want to do the same thing anyway so it all ends up being this cycle like you I feel like it's a lot sometimes when people say it but maybe haven't experienced it yet 
because you don't know what you're going to do when you're in that moment. And you probably might be a bit more grounded and realistic in the approach when the time actually comes versus from a hypothetical standpoint. Right. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I just. Finances are very touchy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, people that people like right now, you know, between us girls you're dating somebody like y'all don't have any shared finances do you no so with that how do you guys date like it can't always be on one person and it's not like sometimes it'll be like you know if I'm feeling fancy I'll take him out like I'll take him out to dinner and it'll be the same like if he found some place that he wants to try out He's taking me, but it's usually, you know, whoever's making the initiation, sometimes it'll yeah. be like, okay, I'm probably doing it because I want us to go. I'll pay. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you get there and it ends up being like, oh, I got it. Like, I could do this. Like, you know, the night yeah, ends up yeah, being yeah. like, oh, you paid for that activity. I paid for this one. You know, right. like, it'll be like that. It's definitely not You one-sided. feel like it's I think it's, it's fluid, evenly. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's like evenly. Yoke, there's definitely not a one-sided vibe. That's whereas, that's, like, but that's because you feel like you're you're getting something yeah. back, so it's easy to give. And I think that's the point, like, right? Right. There has to be that kind of like reciprocity. Mm-hmm. You know, my in my previous I, previous relationship before this one, I feel like it was more one-sided. Like I really wasn't doing much in terms of like the monetary or finance or like treating I wasn't doing much of that at all you know so like I do know like what it's like to like have both you know things going on so I think the way my trust issues are set up I need the financial buy-in initially before I can really I'm not I'm saying I'm not opposed to spending (laughs) money on a on someone that I really like and really care about I'm definitely I not doing that for do first on. No, I'm not doing it in the beginning. I'm actually really tight and probably more like, you know, it's on you. Like, it's really like that next level where it's like, oh, okay, like we're really, you know, in yeah. here or something. But before and that. And I feel like when you're just a regular person and you, you don't have a bajillion dollars and you're making the financial commitment to like spend time with me take us to do things whatever whatever like I feel like I can take you more seriously I really do I mean that is really you got to hit them where it hurts you know what I mean like the pockets if you're just a regular working everyday man and you're coming up with bread to take me here and take me there like that to me is a sacrifice that you're making and I feel like I can take you more seriously right yeah. Or if you're a nigga that has a lot of money and you're still doing that, I still feel the same way. But I just feel like I need that financial commitment and financial investment initially in order for me to even be able to, like, feel vulnerable and open up. With yeah. You. And that's and uh, you know what? Recently, I was talking to this guy and we just could not find alignment on that issue you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when you just say all right buddy good night yeah right i'm not going back and forth with you niggas mm-hmm. no more yeah there's no need you're either with it or you're not you either feel me or you don't and that's fine baby 
Do you think that salary differences can create power imbalances in a relationship? If the person has insecurities, absolutely. Mm. I think that more, I think that actually our generation, like the men are really doing work to like check their egos. You know, I feel like I hear, I hear about more healthy couples that are like, you know, do like, actually I've been, uh, several couples that I know the woman does make more than the man and they have like equal percentages or whatever. It's like a lot of women that are just like really on their shit. And that's just the world we live in right now. Thank God. I think what um, I think, and I think that men are not as like quick to be like, Oh my God, this is no, I no bitch. Like get in the house and clean these dishes. Like Going back to that part about the, if the woman makes more, like should the salaries be, evened out i gave my answer about how you know perhaps you should treat someone the way you want to be treated blah blah blah. while i still believe in that i also believe in the whole part about you know gender roles and letting a man be a man so i do think that if a woman makes more she really shouldn't be the one paying more like it should be 50 50 because the man needs to you know like just do your do your thing like don't really see nah i want an emotionally mature man emotionally mature like grow up nigga i'ma pay more and you gonna be okay with that (laughs) kind of i'm we're gonna pay equal percentages to our salary like that's what i think i feel you would still do that okay why why because 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 think about it this way if he's trying to pay 50 percent of the bills but he makes now he has less now he has less money left over to like do the things that we want to do you know what i mean like now he's struggling to like go on vacation and shit like that and that's where i want it to be 50 50 you know what Mm. i mean like on the side shit like as far as the household goes like let's be realistic to our meat like to what we have to cover the things that we need yeah and then whatever else we can you know delegate from there you're right like don't even let the idea of the gender roles and the whole like this is a different basically you're saying we're in different times right now and that whole idea of like breadwinner is taking on a new definition is that what you're saying breadwinner doesn't have to be a breadwinner the man the hunter yeah 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 yeah. like i mean of of course like in my most traditional southern male conservative heart and mind i would love for my man to be the provider and blah Mm -hmm. blah blah and we still like have you know we still are equal in the way we lead the household and things like that but like Am I realistic? What I be seeing really in these streets and like the successful couples that I'm around? It's like, you know, these bitches out here being fucking doctors and shit. Like, it's not going to be like that. So I think that we have to. And I just think about my own like career matriculation. Like, is the nigga that I'm with really going to be making more money than me? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can dream all I want, but realistically what's going to happen. So I just think that I have to try to break myself from that kind of stereotypical, the man is the breadwinner ideology because it's probably not. You're like, right. The chances are, the chances are slim of that, like really being in my reality. So you're right. So I stick to my original answer. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> because I you definitely... are actually not going to let a man be a man. No, I feel like you can still let a man be a man, though. Like, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just depo- we're just direct depositing into the same account. You know what I mean? It's still all going into one bucket. So that's what I th- li- li- listen, Shayna. I'm not <laughs> saying I haven't figured out because I'm I'm telling myself this as we're saying it. Like, yeah, girl, believe that shit because that's really the truth. Um, it's hard to break like the fucking bad stereotypes and the bad ideologies we've been taught since we were I know children. we're literally breaking fucking generational curses. I mean, I know how, oh God. but how, Doing the work. how comfortable would you be though? You know, being with someone who made significantly less, less. or more than you, like either way, like how significantly more i would be fine i really don't give a damn significantly less i would be okay let me put it this way if he made significantly less than me and my lifestyle or ability to do things was impacted by that Mm -hmm. that's when i'm gonna be feeling it and that i'm not trying to change how i do anything Mm mm-hmm if I want to take, you know, four vacations a year and two of them be international, I'm not sacrificing that because you ain't got it, bro. Like, right. I'm not trying to do that. I-, I can understand you making less than me, but, like, what are your other expenses? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on that we're not still able to do X, Y, and Z? Yeah. And also, what are you doing career-wise that you can't get to the next level? Or is yeah. it on the way? You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. Those are all questions that we have to look at then at that point. I feel like if you make less than me, like, for example, if I'm making 125 and you're making uh, 80, we can still make some shake with that. You know what I mean? Like, we can still definitely make some shake with that. Like, that's fine. But, like, if, you know, if I'm making 125 and you're making, you know, 43, and and you got like some extra ass bills to pay or some shit like then it's going to become <coughs> more apparent right when you're trying to go to like Fort Lauderdale for vacation and I'm trying to go to fucking Fiji yeah i ain't going for that baby mhm yeah what so li- lifestyle alignment still has to be there but also i don't want you living outside your means either like you maxing out credit cards and shit to go to fiji with me <laughs> not cute not cute yeah. that's a lot yeah it definitely is yeah damn it's so hard I can't wait until I'm like really in a relationship and I have to like face these questions head on. We're so hypothetical. (laughs) We're so idealistic on this show. You know what I mean? Like what is the real, the real life for me is just like I said, the nigga who I was talking to recently being like, you're telling me that I was an alpha and I was too like much of an alpha. And like I had, really unrealistic expectations of a man that I would never meet myself as far as like them paying for everything and like planning all this shit and blah, blah, blah. And like really just, he was just devastated that I am the woman that I am. Like it was really bizarre that he, yeah, he just really hated that I was not going to quote unquote, this is a word that he used. I was not going to submit. 
submit is the word that was used multiple times. Like I'm just too alpha. But even though he was trying to make it seem like a personality thing, I will never be a beta bitch. You better believe now. Let me stop. I just really wanted no, to real. say like, beta. I'll never be a beta. I I'll really wanted be to see, say beta and bitch in one sentence because it's that's the name of the episode. I'll never be a beta bitch. Um, <laughs> oh I will never be a beta bitch. I want to just reiterate that. I agree with that. But I think that while the conversation was often like your alpha personality, it was really my alpha finances and my alpha lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like I have never needed someone else to pay for the shit that I do. I do all this shit on my own. I've never had a nigga taking me X, Y, and Z. And I'm not saying that I don't want that. Best believe I fucking do. I'm ready. I'm ready to be done paying for this shit. But to this point, I've done all this shit and I expect the person that I pair up with to be on the same level as me. I'm not going to sit down because I got into a relationship, especially not with no goofy headed ass nigga looking like you like I'm be weak. fucking for real. That is oh, like I'm so disgusted. So that's the reality of the finances in my real dating life. Right. I'm looking for a nigga who can be who can respect my lifestyle and either match that or at minimum respect my lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, don't try to diminish me and say that I, you know, I'll never get a man because I'm never going to submit. Are you mad? <laughs> Are you mad? Be fucking for real. That's I'm crazy. Looking for emotional maturity, okay? Financial maturity. Grow up. Ridiculous. So yeah, we're hypothetical on here, but I'm really, I'm really not accepting less than what I hypothetically would want. It all starts with a dream, you know. Yeah, a dollar in a dream. And dreams do come true. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, we can move on or. Yeah. um, Let's do the horror story. So this is actually a couple that will be reading for the next, you know, episode or two. It's just very short, short stories that we, you know, wrangled up on the interwebs. These are some crazy horror stories, y'all, so. Okay, okay, I'm excited. A 44-year-old man in Moscow was on a weekend trip with his bros. When they all got drunk, Alexander... Kirillov decided to get a little extra friendly with a raccoon. Since since the raccoon couldn't cry for help, it just bit off the perv's penis. Surgeons were not able to reattach it. That blows. Oh my God. Not you getting your dick chewed off by a raccoon you tried to assault. <laughs> Shout out to the raccoon for really standing yeah, I was up gonna for say, themselves. Yeah, I going to say, fighting back, fighting back. That's what these white what men the be trying fuck? to tell us. Fight back. Why didn't you fight back? Well, the ra- raccoon has something for that ass. Yep. the hell? That's right. I know that's right. I'm going to get to biting too. <laughs> okay. 
Next one. Just last month, a couple in their early 30s was visiting Windsor Castle, the Queen of England's residence, and decided to throw a little lawn part sans pants. Not only did they disobey the keep off the grass signs, the naughty peeps got nude. And then in full view of local shops and fellow tourists, the pair put on a live porno show. Japanese tourists got nearly 20 minutes tape before Her Majesty's guards arrested them. All hail the real queen and king. Wow. Popping that pussy in the public square. Right. For all to see. That's too funny. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> weak. Uh, that's illegal as fuck now. Right? Like still to this day, like that's the one thing that. And I can feel you like believe this is, is actually like... stories of twenty twenty three? Oh hell no! <laughs> These are recent, like top stories from twenty twenty three. A fifty one okay, last one, y'all. A fifty one year old man in Florida had a threesome with two sex dolls in the parking lot of a local grocery store in broad daylight. (laughs) Although shoppers were hoping to deflate George Bardasek's behavior, all he got for his midday rendezvous was six months probation. Yeah, because I guess it was sex dolls. So it's kind of (laughs) like. It's just a little indecent exposure. Fucking weird. Like, yeah, that's crazy. But if, if if he had been like by a school or something, they would have really locked his ass up. You know, then that would have been pedophilia. Type I vibes. am dead. Yeah. Wow. That is so. People just be doing anything. They do. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's kink or is it mental you're unwell <laughs> yeah like you know this shit is illegal yeah. you know what i mean it, like, it becomes even with pedophilia it's just like you know here's the thing it becomes unwell when you start you know jeopardizing others or it like you know interferes with your yeah. social interaction or like just all that like come on or I feel like puts you at risk for like jail time for real. Like, yeah, that's definitely a uh, grounds to say <laughs> it's, you know, unwell. These are funny and short. Do y'all want to just hear one more? Or? Yeah, let's do one more. One more. Okay. One more. Let's see. A San Francisco pilot really wanted to show off his cockpit on the internet. He videotaped himself getting a, blowjob from a Swedish porn star back in 2005 then three years later he posted the video on the web upon seeing him get blown while in flight the FAA revoked his license damn he was just trying to take mile high to a new level right he was why would you let the fucking photo leak are you like what and it sounds oh, like wait, he was it, was it the yeah like he took what did they take the photo or did the airplane have a photo? He posted it on the web, probably trying to get some oh, money. Yeah, right, right, right. And they found out. And they found that shit. Yeah. And what did what? How did they find it? That's what I yeah, want to know. That's the probably somebody snitched. <laughs> you know how niggas be. Right. Or maybe him posting it probably wasn't to a porn web, but more so of on instagram or some shit yeah like, right you know right, crazy right. that's wild 
niggas boy niggas just be doing honestly it's just really wild and you know let's just throw in my own little horror story of just being in new york i don't know if anyone from new york is a victim of this but i have witnessed so many men on the train masturbate right in front of me oh i know that's so awful it's very traumatic too like you know to really oh. recount those but it's especially being a young person being I mean, a young person when you were younger yes and then it happened again when i was like older and with you know co-workers and i remember being like y'all y'all see this and they were like yeah i do it's crazy <laughs> and everyone <laughs> on the ro- i'm literally looking like this at everyone to be like you know who's gonna say something everyone literally just no one minds their business more than New York. Yeah. And that's really fucked up sometimes because crazy shit be happening in New York. And how many times do right they tell the us? How many times do they tell us when you see something, say something? I mean, they've been saying that probably because of New Yorkers. And New it Yorkers and New Yorkers still ain't saying shit. It didn't fucking work. Like that shit is crazy. Aggressively minding their business. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Cause it is. It's aggressive. It's it's actually really aggressive because someone could you see the things that they have on like my one of yeah. my favorite Instagram accounts to look at is your New York City because your NYC actually yeah i've seen yeah y'all be sending us shit it's always so funny because the videos are relatable and they're crazy like it's just really the spirit of new york true truly like through and through i love to look at it because it makes me you know appreciate it from a distance but i can never be in that not again Mm mm-mm I think I sent you on tiktok you should look on there i think i sent you this like new song that's on tiktok where it's like I can't even remember the words, but it's like this girl rapper and she's like screaming really aggressively about. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know something really wild. Like, yeah, I can't remember what she's saying, but it's something like, don't tell me good morning. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Um, Get yeah. the fuck out New York. You yeah. ain't welcome anymore. Yeah. Get the fuck out New York. You ain't welcome anymore. Like, <laughs> it was like, damn, I was just saying good morning. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just saying good morning. That shit is really crazy. It's very, yeah, yeah it's very harsh. I feel like I'm, I'm softened. I'm a little softened, you know. I don't really do all that. Yeah, you have softened through the years, but it's that warm Cali sun. Yeah, yeah. The farther and farther, seeing that cold exterior. Yeah, yeah. You know that's crazy. You say that because I'm really a big fan of that Myers Briggs personality test. And yeah, when right. I first started, I when I first moved here, I was like, uh, um kind of like a what would they call it someone who didn't really like wasn't a feeler and then I like transitioned to the feeler after when wow. I took the test the second time it was so funny welcome to feeling your feelings literally a testament to the softened <laughs> you know softened Shayna. I can see some of those fucking videos now with that with that girl People have been dancing to that shit. It's this one nigga that be wearing a suit and he be he be dancing to that shit. Crazy. I gotta find him. I gotta find him and send it to you. It's really funny. But anyway, 
Um, that was a good episode, and I'm happy that we did that. We made it work a little, you know. Right. A little technical, patchy. A little mm-hmm. technical episode. Difficult. Difficile. <laughs> Difficile, if you will. Right. All right. Well, you know where to find us, as always, at Sign Me Up Podcast on our, on our social platforms. Sign Me Up Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us. If, no, I'm dead ass serious. If you made it this far and you watch Vanderpump Rules, you better be fucking texting me right now. Hit me up right now. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out. <laughs>